for centuries, rose water has been a sort of fountain of youth, an elixir for wellness and beauty. Women like Cleopatra are said to have bathed in it every single day. And we know that Hollywood icon Elizabeth Taylor did the same. Today's guest is a woman named Candace Crane. She's an entrepreneur and an alchemist of flavors, so to speak. She's created a line of sparkling botanical organic drinks that are infused with the flavors she remembers from her childhood growing up in South Africa. Her story is magical and her innovation is born from something really that comes down to courage, hard work, and also the determination to balance career with family life. This is her magical story. Welcome to Sippin' On Stories, where we take you into the lives of diverse and unique change makers who turn anxiety, fear, and passion into powerful recipes for success. Good stories build insightful connections, but great stories. Now, that's something special. Today's story is one of those stories. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Sipping on Stories. My name is Rose McInerney. I am honored to be your host and sharing some pretty great stories to sip on. Today's episode is about a woman named Candace Crane. She is one of those inventors that you want to know. She's magical, actually. She's created this botanical line of sparkling beverages that we're going to talk about today. Before we get into that and we say hello to, to Candace in our lounge, we've got two orders of business. The first one is I'm going to ask you to hit that subscribe button, please, if you like the stories that you hear. We'd encourage you to share them with friends and family, tell people about them. So visit our website, sippingonstories.com. I also want to tell all of you out there, if you love hearing podcasts on YouTube, flip on over to our YouTube channel and check us out there. Second order of business, and this is the fun one for me. It's where we get to sip on something in our lounge. We always try to choose something that our guests like to sip on. So I can't imagine that Candace Crane doesn't want to sip on her own drinks. So I must state full disclosure that this is not a paid commercial. There is no advertising in this whatsoever. But I think in order to understand our innovator, our entrepreneur today, you need to take a look at the full package. And one of the things that drew me to this when we discovered her botanical drink and we heard about her entrepreneurial story was the bottling. I don't know about you, but I don't think there's anything like this on the shelf. I know that I introduced the podcast talking about Original Rose. So when I started to see all these beautiful images on the cans, I couldn't help but feel like I was in this restful garden. Now, during this age of COVID too, we're all jumping outside. So who doesn't want to be in a garden and feel pretty good when they open a can of anything or they pour a drink to relax? You're going to get real sound effects here. I'm going to click this one open. This is my favorite, not just because I love purple, but honestly, it is white tea, flower, and then elderberry. So you're going to get another little bubbly kind of 
Okay, that's pretty sweet. So you can see it's got a little bit of a color to it. Everyone that knows about white tea, and I've talked about it before, it has very medicinal properties. It's known to be great for your skin and purification. It's super healthy for inside as well. And that's one of the things about Candace Crane that you're going to hear about is she believes in beauty from the inside out. And the name Petal was actually almost a rebellious rose. So I think there's something really interesting interesting about that too. So I'm going to take a little sip here. Okay, good. I didn't spill it on myself. It has this beautiful, beautiful floral smell. And you may not like something flowery, especially if you're a wine drinker like I am. I love a crisp Sauvignon Blanc, but there's something really soothing about this. As well, because it's sparkling, I think what I really like is it has this, I don't know, joie de, you know, sort of elegant feel to it that makes it kind of special. I always, when I relax too, and again, this is not a paid promotion, I love these kind of napkins for putting drinks on. And so this one is for instant happy woman, just add wine. I'm happy today anyway. I don't have any wine, but I do love these. It just takes some of the mundane things in life and makes them kind of exciting. Candace is from South Africa. When she emigrated to the U.S. and moved to Chicago, she discovered how much she really missed some of the flavors that she knew from her childhood. Growing up just outside of Cape Town, she used to go and spend summers on the beach with grandmothers, and the grandmothers in her family provided for everyone. They really were all about cooking and having special time made for tea where everyone came together and just relaxed in the middle of the day. It's a super popular thing to do in Europe, and I know as a Canadian-born Tea time was, was kind of religious for us. That's what I kind of like about Candace. I feel like her beautiful sparkling botanicals are perfect right now for where we're at in the world. It's taking time to sip on something that's going to make you feel a little more relaxed, a little calmer, and not worry so much about what's happening. We're going to bring Candace into the lounge, so let's get started. Hey, Candace, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Ah, so welcome. It's such a pleasure. Um, we had a chance to meet over Zoom. Um, how many months ago? A few months ago, right? Yeah, it must have been about three or four months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre kind of the beginning of COVID and lockdown and all that. Um, and so over the time, uh, since that time that we met, I've been lucky enough. Um, Candace was really wonderful and sent me a case of her new organic um, botanical drinks. And so that is what I am sipping on today. Cheers. That Cheers. Elderberry white tea flower. Yes. How did you know? Can you tell by the color? I can tell by the color. All right. And what are you sipping on? So I have in front of me, I have the lychee rose. Oh, um, nice. To be one of my favorites. Actually, we're drinking the top two most popular, the elderberry white tea flower and the lychee rose. Okay. This one is made um, with real rose oil that we source from Turkey. Oh, wow. And, um, a lychee fruit originates from Asia and it actually has floral notes. So the lychee and the rose really complement each other really well and blend nicely together. Uh, and they make us beautiful too, don't they? Beautiful rose water. <laughs> um, you know, said to 
hydrate from the inside out. It's good for your skin. It's good for your digestion. Cleopatra um, yeah, famously used to drink yes. and bathe in rose oil. And it's been passed down for generation to generation. Actually, rose flavor yes. was the most popular ingredient before vanilla was introduced. So really, I had no idea. Okay. So it really is, um, it, we, we like to say it's the revival of the rose. Um, I'm, I'm down for that, right? Because my name is Rose. So sounds good. <laughs> the Rose revival. Um, but, but that's exactly, the aromas are so yeah. Yeah. They're really uplifting. Um, botanicals have those healing benefits, yeah. um, figuratively and, and literally. And um, so that's, that's, that's really those. Wow. Well, I love the flavors. And, you know, one of the things that's so interesting, you know, before we talk about how this all came to be, um, is they're so unusual. <laughs> They, there's nothing like it on the shelf. And, and, you know, I've seen elderberry, there's white tea, but, you know, the way that you've infused these flavors together, um, let alone, and this is something I talk about in the intro, just the beautiful floral garden of this packaging <laughs> is, you know, and, and I think it's something that I said at the very beginning, I've got this amazing purple floral in my she shed up here. And as soon as I saw your brand, I was like taken away. It's, is this your, is this all of yours too? I think, you know, there's so many aspects of petal, but really, um, and as you see, it says right on top of the can, it says raise your vibe. Um, Ah. Because that is the product for, you know, we encourage our consumers, our tribe, we like to call them, to really raise the vibration. We're living in a really chaotic, Mm -hmm. hectic, maybe you could, you know, argue it's a world, but it's taking a moment out of your day to be grateful, gratitude, Mm -hmm. and literally a moment to stop and sip the roses, you know, stop and smell the roses. Yep. It's really important. Um, It's something I've sort of, it's a practice that I've dedicated to, um, to myself, and yes. I, that's exactly what Petal does. The beauty of the can, the aromas, they're uplifting. And yeah. that's kind of the yeah. that we are trying to spread, spread the love, spread the petals. Yeah. I, excuse my puns, but I can go on forever. But no, really it's a vision. To- it's, it's so obvious that it's a vision. It really is, Candice. Um, I just love it. So I'm going to keep sipping away. Um, and, and I really should start with congratulations because this is like when I go on Amazon to purchase it too, a lot of stuff is like it's moving. It's being sold out. People are buying, right? Yeah, yeah. We're trying to keep up with production. And, and yes, we are growing. We're, you know, obviously during COVID, it's been hard to gain new distribution, but some really exciting retailers have brought us in into their beautiful sets. And, and, you know, I think as a woman entrepreneur, um, I sometimes don't applaud myself enough, but you know, I, I, I ventured into a really competitive space. Yes. And, you know, I guess you could argue the world didn't need another beverage, but I, I actually think more than ever, the world needed a flower powered um, botanical beverage. Um, 
Wow. That's interesting you say that too. I, I agree with you. I think the flower power, there's something about rose that's so soothing just when you sip it on your throat. But isn't it neat that the flower power tie-dye is everywhere, right? <laughs> so there's no way you could have planned that. There's just no way. Yeah. Well, maybe you could, you could share with our listeners, um, you know, where did this come from? Um, we're calling you an alchemist. Yeah. Because you are concocting something that's so beautiful and forget what the world needs or, you know, already has. I do think, sorry, that the world does need this for mm-hmm. all the reasons you mentioned completely. Um, but what, where did this all come from? Um, why is this so special to you? Yeah. So I was actually born in South Africa, but then raised in Chicago. And um, we used to go visit my grandparents every year in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And in South Africa, it's a, tra- it's a tradition to have tea time. Yeah. And my one, my, my, my one grandmother, Zelda, she, she used to actually sew her own tea sachets. Oh, wow. And then my other grandmother, Rini, she was just a total lady boss in all areas of life. <laughs> and we used to sip rose, you know, we used to sip tea. We used to have tea time together. And my whole life I've been creating my own herbal teas uh, okay. and tonics. And then four years ago, you know, as a millennial, I grew up, my mother used to, you know, she used to buy diet sodas because they didn't have sugar or we would drink the sodas that were filled with sugar. Mm-hmm. And I simply, I have two little girls, the seven-year-olds and four-year-olds. And I simply looked at them one day and I thought, we can do better. Why isn't there a beverage on the market that really honors these ancient elixirs and ingredients that aren't used in the mainstream, you know, beverages. And, you know, I was kind of sick of these beverages that were flavored, but filled with 40 grams of sugar. There's just no need to be drinking that much sugar. No, I don't think it's good for our mental state. I don't think it's, you know, it's obvious it's bad for our bodies. It's bad. So the vision was really to take these beautiful ancient ingredients and make some nice refreshment. I love that. And you're right. I mean, you know, again, for our listeners, you're speaking to the the healthy um, perspective of if it's not out there and you can't find it, why not create something yourself? Um, The fact that it's built on your legacy, really, your, you know, the history of your grandmother's, I love that. My grandmother's name was Rose. So I feel like there's just a beautiful thing about that. And when we're growing up, we don't realize, I think, how much we're, you know, our, our history is infused in all these little rituals. Right. It's a ritual. And also, um, I think as a businesswoman, I really look towards my mother, who was a stay-at-home mom, okay. and also my grandmother, just their ways in um, conducting like their business, which was home, you know, and mm-hmm. using those, um, qu- you know, I guess using those qualities in, in skills, in skills, talents. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, there's a tendency, I love that you pay a special ode to that, not just in the, the history of the drink, but, you know, in our speaking previously, we talked about this, you are, um, I think you're so kick-ass because, (laughs) no, truly, you are fierce about balancing being an entrepreneur with being a great mother and a great spouse and daughter and all those things around family. Yeah. Um, And 
more than ever, don't you kind of think that's we're we're like as women, we're asking ourselves, hey, can we do it all? Yeah. And how how do we do this? Yeah. You know? Um, you know, and maybe we could get into that for a second. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine how long your day is. What what time are you up in the morning and then when does it all stop? I do wake up early. I wake up around 5.30. Right. And I try right. to get an intensive workout in because it just really, is, it gets my endorphins yeah. moving and, and working. But I, I'll nice. tell you, by 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, I crack. <laughs> I am done. I'll say to my husband, like, please, I just, I can't even move my mouth anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are long days. And, um, you know, I, I know you've been very conscious about you make sure you take time to exercise. You make sure you have time with your kids, with your yeah. spouse. Um, you know, um, are your are your grandmothers? Yeah, I actually just said to my my kids because my one my oldest daughter is now in a hybrid. Okay, which is new. Obviously, I never would have expected this to happen a year ago. But she's hybrid, so she goes to school for two hours a day, and I live feel like I'm a drill sergeant sometimes I'm like next this you know like yeah keep up with the schedule they're all good things you know right setting to help her with e-learning my other little daughter's in a little pod preschool class and Mm -hmm. it's just about time management and some days Mm -hmm. you get it right (laughs) groove and then other days it just doesn't work out so well but we're trying to Well, and, and that's where truly something like this, it seems so small, maybe to some people that, um, but I think we are taking a little bit more time to enjoy the food and the drink and being more purposeful in that practice of what we're enjoying. Um, So I think that's wonderful too, that you acknowledge, you know, um, you know, none of us has it down, right. And we're going to have days that are good and days that aren't going to work and hats off to you and to all the moms. I'm past that phase where I've got to watch and do the struggle. So honestly, I can't even imagine how hard it is. Yeah. And it's, there's two ways to look at it. It's hard, but on the other hand, oh, awesome that we get to be busy. Yeah. Together. Together. Chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, are your grandmothers still uh, alive, or have they passed? No. Okay. No. But okay. my mother and my mother-in-law, um, you know, I get to experience that sort of relationship with them and my children together, and so it's right. yeah. nice. That's nice. I'm sure they'd be super proud of you. Um, you know, as your mother and mother-in-law are. Um, maybe we can take a a peek at the business now. So I hear you with needing to be very structured and you, you strike me as a very structured person that you're very good at that too. When I hear about your management, um, how did you, how did you begin? How do you build a business where you have this idea? Where do you go? If people that are listening that are thinking, Hey, I've got a great idea for something. Where do you start? How do you know? Right. Um, it's a great question. Actually, it's so funny because I was just driving my daughter and her friend to school and they were like, how do you invent a drink? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Came up with the first drink. Um, so it's a good question. People ask me that all the time. So really, as I told you before, the vision was to create the sparkling botanical beverage. I saw, um, that floral flavors and botanicals were starting to emerge and I felt like there was enough growth in the category and I mm-hmm. um okay. and 
I decided to act on it, the first and foremost thing I did was formulate the beverage. So I found a, a, a food scientist to help me okay. really source organic ingredients um, that I'd be able to source, you know, in volume. Right. Or potentially, you know, growing the business. Yeah. Um, and that was something that was the organic certification was something that was really important to me because that ensured that our ingredients were non-GMO. Right. And we really were authentically true to our, you know, to delivering a clean beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I got to work on the fun stuff, which was creating the brand. And I had okay. the opportunity of, of a lifetime to really create a brand from scratch. Yeah. And of course, I was, like I said, reviving the botanicals. Right. So it had to be the most beautiful beverage. It right. had scream off the shelf. I didn't know how much of a budget I would eventually need for marketing. Mm-hmm. And so I really needed the beverage to speak off the shelf to consumers. Yes. Um, yes. And of course, for any new and emerging brand, um, marketing is tough and you have to really rely on that browser, that shop mm-hmm. that's going in to browse the shelves, which has been tough during COVID, right. but you know, we're trying to manage. But so, so yeah, so I, you know, I, working on the brand was so fun and so romantic and writing the copy on all the cans and, and creating the logo. And listen, even last week, a buyer told me they didn't like the packaging and that hurt. Really? Yeah. That hurt hurt because we've been also praised by some of the trade by BevNet, for instance. Yeah. They praised us for actually delivering the liquid matches the packaging. Yeah. And, and you know what, and I got to interrupt and ask that question. So when somebody says, and you know, being an entrepreneur myself, you're going to always have naysayers, right? It's just, it's just a part, right? It's just a part of the business. So, um, you have to know when to just say, I'm sorry, you feel that way. And then you keep walking forward or do you, you know, um, I find it's best to ask questions. Good. Say, I, uh, oh, you know, you don't like the packaging. What resonates with your consumer? What are you looking for? Because they turned around and said, oh, we're looking for really minimal packaging. Ah. And then I questioned them. I said, well, do you want all your beverages to look the same? Mm -hmm. And then they sort of have like this aha moment, like, oh, maybe she's right. Maybe they all shouldn't, you know, we don't want to live in a world where all of our feel the same. Boring, boring. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It is special. Yeah. No. And I don't think, I mean, I love the name pedal. It does jump off. Um, you know, if it was Rose, I was talking to a a girlfriend saying, um, you know, when I, I started sort of doing the, the copy, what are we going to talk about and looking at Rose and Rose revolution, the fact that this is such a, a big part of this and owed to it. Um, Rose is super, super popular and everybody is, is, is really trying to cap capture that market space in a way. And so to your point, having something that's very minimalist, um, that doesn't speak to the garden. I feel like I'm in a garden here with this. Um, no. So, so that's really interesting. Um, so, so, okay. So you, it is really important to ask questions. Yeah. Ask questions. Um, and I think as a woman, I'm always shy to ask, okay. to, to speak up sometimes in all yeah. aspects of 
the business. I'm, you know, I'm trying, I try to be polite to our suppliers, to our manufacturers, to our salespeople. But I think it's really important to ask questions. Yeah. And you're going to learn, you're going to learn more about the customers and, and, you know, the suppliers, I guess, that you're, you're working with. Um, okay, so you decide on all this, you get it all together. Um, what's really hard in this process? Because part of featuring you as a change maker, it's that you're brave enough to take this on. And then <laughs> honestly, to do something that many people think about all the time, um, you know, but don't ever actualize because it's so daunting. There's really a lot of courage behind what you do. Not to mention the monetary part, but but you know where where are the challenges in this? Just in getting to the shelf, what yeah. what, what was toughest? Well, for us, it was being a new new and emerging brand in a new category, okay. and buyers saying, "Well, where would I put you on my shelf?" Right. And it's not like we're another sparkling water or another you know nitro coffee or right. a coconut water, we were really creating a new category. So it's convincing the buyers that they should give you a shot. Okay. Um, I know the first time I, I walked into a buyer's office, a local buyer, he wasn't, uh-huh. and he looked down in his calendar and he was like, do you have an appointment? And I was like, no, but I'm here to make one. Oh, <laughs> anything about the industry. I'm like here to make one. And so we made one for the following week. Mm-hmm. And I went in to present the brand and, um, I think, you know, it, the hardest part has been kind of convincing the buyers that consumers are looking for something like this. Yes. Yes. And so we've had to grow slowly and surely, you know, mm-hmm. account by account and each one is more meaningful than the next right. and about supporting those stores and, and running promotions and sure. And doing all that. Yeah, because it's one thing to have shelf space too. I know as a mom as well, where you're positioned on the shelf is massive, right? It's so important. Right, right. And we've had good luck. I mean, my, I, we just got pictures from an amazing retailer in, in California and we have a huge ah. um, display in their beverage cooler. And then, you know, we've been told no so many times by okay. customers where I really thought we'd do we yeah on their stores and they just keep on saying no and you know what I'll keep presenting to them good good so don't take no don't take no and you might not have an appointment but make one and keep pushing I think that's awesome advice um you know and then I love that you're asking questions um what are what are consumers saying about this do you have any um like what is the feedback you know, the the most meaningful feedback has been from the sober community. Oh, um, nice. We've had a lot of sober curious, but also sober um, people. Okay. Recovering. Recovering and just what we, so the, so the sober curious are mm-hmm. people that are just trying to live more mindfully. Yes. You know, they don't want to drink as much because they potentially don't drink, sleep as well. Mm-hmm. They want to get up for that 6 a.m. yoga class or right go class or um, yeah. So it's people just trying to be more mindful, and then of course people in recovery. Sure. And so we've had you know there's been such a spike in the spiked seltzer category, and so we're delivering right. a sober alternative. So that's been really meaningful. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like you said, people are really excited to see these flavors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're There's... unlike anything else. Mm-hmm. We've had um, a lot of people that are from the Middle East or from India that are excited to be drinking rose water. Um, ah, of course. Okay. Very good. Wow. So are you shipping all, all around the world? Are, are you hitting the global market? So for, at the moment, we're just in distribution and in retailers in the United States. Okay. Um, we are launching our e-commerce site next month at drinkpedal.com. Mm. And we'll have free shipping within the United States. But if you want okay. to purchase from anywhere internationally, mm-hmm. I think um, you'll just have to cover the shipping costs. Okay. Wow. Which, which will be hefty, but I could see you producing this in India and China, having traveled to China, you know, a half dozen times. Yeah. I think people would go crazy over there for this because it is beautiful. It, there's something very statuesque about this. It's, um, yeah, I, I, it's a piece of art. It's really artful. Yeah. Really, really lovely. Um, so big question, where'd the confidence come from, Candace? Um, I don't know. You could, you know, <laughs> it's a roller coaster. I think being an entrepreneur is mm-hmm. literally a roller coaster ride. Um, right. some days I'm not so confident. If you would have, yes. if you would have, sp- if we would have yeah. talked right after that buyer told me she didn't like the packaging last week. Yeah. Tough moment. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I think, a lot of the time I go back to that feel, that first vision, that first mm-hmm. intuitive feeling that this could yes. be a game changer in the beverage industry. And I try to remind myself of that feeling. Nice. I strongly do believe that this can be mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. a successful brand. We're on our way there. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, um, you know, celebrating the highs. Mm-hmm. taking the lows and asking questions. I know, again, you know, this has been the case for me and any entrepreneur out there that, um, yeah, you have those days where you feel really good about what you're doing and you're inspired by it. And other days where you're like, okay, maybe it'd be easier if I just like hung it all up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's been plenty of days like that. Yeah. Plenty of days. Yeah. Okay. Little kids at home. Well, that's... You know, a lot invested and I want to mm-hmm. show them that uh, I want to show them a successful story. Yeah. Yeah. I that's guess. a, that's inspiring. That's inspiring. You're right. Our kids look up to us and it's about what we do more than what we say. Yeah. Um, so, so I love that. Um, you know, um, I've asked you about, so, I mean, we, we shouldn't even use the word fail. Um, ever. I don't think, I know I, I read somewhere that Steve Jobs said that the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones that never give up, that that is really, you know, learning how to retool, 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 and get it right until you do. And, you know, it's something on, on Womanscape this week that, that we talked about, and that's risk, risk and reward, right? Right. You can win big with what you're doing in terms of I'm not just, I'm not talking about financially even about who you are as a person and what in the example you set for other women, for your children, um, you know, those are, those are big, important things. Um, wow. So, um, advice for other young women, are there things looking back now in the process? Cause this has been, how many years have we been at this? Uh, three and a half years. Okay. Three and a half years. Yeah. 
listen, <laughs> in hindsight, I would have done things, certain things differently. Would you? Yeah. It's all part of the journey. Someone older than me had, had, you know, they gave me the advice that you, you're you on a journey. Mm-hmm. So I have to yeah, sort of, you know, we can't really have any regret. Love that. No, love that while you're on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm super big on that. Love that while you're on it. And, um, so this journey then, um, do you go back to South Africa? It's something that I, I kept thinking, I've got to ask her, do you go back? We used to go back every year. And then before I, the last time I went back was right before I got pregnant with my oldest daughter, who's eight. So it's been okay. way too long. My yeah. very, very close cousin is getting married in November. And I always said I would take my kids to her wedding. And then uh, that we can't travel there. Yeah. So we'll have to plan mm-hmm. a party in the future, but soon, hopefully, because I'm dying to get back there. Right, right. Wow. Um, I've never been. I hear that Cape Town is spectacular. And I know that you used to vacation in the summer by the the beach and you've got yes. got that it is wow. beautiful on the garden route and then uh, yeah okay well we're all thinking about that now too i know some friends that have gotten married and they got married and actually zoomed their wedding yeah which is kind of crazy and precedent but at least we could feel like we were sort of there um, maybe in a way people can sort of get away and travel with pedal <laughs> right um, uh, before, before, so before we kind of wrap this, because I feel like honestly, your, um, your journey has been one where you've just put your head down and worked really hard. I know that, um, you know, some of the challenges, maybe, I don't know if you've got something in there that with the, the marketing part, because you come from a background with marketing too, don't you? Yeah, I, I do have a marketing, um, background, but we're continuously, you know, trying to work on our brand positioning and our brand strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, you know, obviously we were revving up for a whole beverage season in March when COVID hit and mm-hmm. we were going to be doing all this sampling in stores and surrounding stores. And then obviously we couldn't do that. Sure. Um, so we sort of pivoted and most of our online marketing was done via social media. Yes. And we we kind of hopped on the live board and we started um, train, the live train, we started hosting live events, like, like okay. DJs and live yoga classes and then live nutritionists and live Reiki okay. healers. And, oh gosh. Uh, and how's, and sorry. And, and can we jump into that? Because I forgot all about this. You actually have a, a bartender as well that was yeah. doing. Yeah. Special. Ivy Mitch. She's from, she's two bars in Brooklyn. Okay. She, some really fun cocktails and mocktails and you can find the recipes on our website at drinkpedal.com. I happen to love what we call the pedal smash. It's made with our peach marigold basil and bourbon. And I never knew I liked bourbon until I had this drink. It's delicious. Wow. And then the, also um, the dandy spritz is like an Aperol spritz with our lemongrass dandelion strawberry. Yes. It is delicious and so fancy looking, <laughs> so much fun. Oh, um, nice. You know, so you can find our recipes there and have some fun. Take some pictures, send them to us. They are uh, nice. Okay. So people can find you at pedaldrink.com. 
at drinkpedal. Sorry, um, for these recipes. And I don't know, I'm going to stress this quite a bit that you can escape by looking at the beauty of the can. The drinks themselves are exotic. They really are. Maybe that's the right word, exotic. And then knowing now, our listeners know now that you've got this history that's forged on grandmothers and time at the beach and tea time in South Africa. I love that. Um, You're sourcing from around the world, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Non-GMO ingredients. Okay. And where are those coming from? Because we're going to be traveling there vicariously through this sourcing. Um, they come from all over. I would say that rose water is really um, popular in the Middle East, yes, in India, and also in Italy. When I studied abroad in Italy, oh, okay, um, in Florence, and so there's okay. the Pharmacia, um, um, uh, the Santa Maria Pharmacia. They okay, they so um, so those so really rose petal has has been popular in so many regions of the world. It's mm-hmm. just sort of yeah. You know, been sort of unfor, you know, it's forget- been forgotten. forgotten. Yeah. So this yeah. is really the revival. Um, okay. Very golds also are found in India. Okay. Oh, nice. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, you know what? Honestly, it was such a, p- a pleasure. Really was, Candace. Thank you for sharing your story with us and your drinks. And um, I will have links. Uh, there will be links on the Sipping on Story to your website. And, um, you know, maybe we can post. If, I ha- if I'm going to post what your fave is, is it the marigold? I, I love the peach marigold. The peach marigold. The lychee rose. This and is- the lychee rose. Okay. All right. So we'll have links. And people can purchase, you know, if they're not in that greater Chicago area. I think there are some. I was looking online because I'm in Connecticut. Where where can we get these things? Yeah. So on Amazon. Amazon. And we'll have variety packs, 12-pack variety packs. And we'll have four packs soon, too. So we call them starter kits. Good. I was looking for some of those. Okay. And I know it was like a big, you have to really go all in with the 12. So I think the four pack is a good idea. Yeah. And if you want a really good brain exercise, Mm -hmm. try to figure out how many 12 packs you need to make four packs. And if you have six, (laughs) really fun. If if anyone's looking to like exercise their brain. (laughs) Are you doing this with the girls? (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Well, I look forward to the day when um, travel does open back up and perhaps I'll be able to share a drink in person with you. Um, I love the unintended consequences that you've mentioned. I wouldn't even have given the sobriety group mm-hmm. a thought. Um, so I think that's wonderful. I know that myself, I'm trying to reduce my wine intake. Mm-hmm. Um, so enjoying something like this, I feel like I'm not missing out. Yeah. It's really great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again. I cannot wait to keep following all your um, growth and your success. Thank all right. You. Okay. Take Thanks. care, Candace. You're welcome. All right. Bye for now. Okay. Well, um, super, super interesting meeting with Candace. We talked a lot about the actual beverage, a little bit about where it was sourced. I know from experience in talking with other female entrepreneurs that having the word organic really means something is a big deal. It's a big testing that you have to go through. So 
so many things to take away from Candace. For me, the top, having, you know, being an entrepreneur myself and trying to juggle career and family, the fact that she takes that value and lives it, I think that's something we can all learn from. I think today in this heavy COVID, um, you know, challenging economic, social sort of environment, um, having something really beautiful to relax and enjoy is something I appreciate more than ever. I really, truly do love this beautiful elderberry and white tea. It's um, a luxurious sip. Um, so taking a sip of the courage and the creativity and the boldness um, that you heard today. Candace's voice is soft. Um, she's very feminine. And what I would add to all of this is not to be, not to underestimate the power of any woman or any entrepreneur that may have that gentle side, but underneath is a really, really driven um, person who values the best in life. Um, so with that, I think I forgot to toast Candace. So I'm gonna toast um, Petal. I think Petal is amazing. We'll have lots of details on the Sipping on Stories website. So if you like this story today, please send us a little note. Subscribe to our newsletter that we send out once a week. Take a look at our social media feeds. And of course, check out the YouTube videos that we share with all of our change makers. Things to tell you. Always know that our wish here at Sipping on Stories for you is that you understand that you are loved, that everything about you matters, to take all the beauty that you can in life, to revel in your own story. Make every story count every day. Um, going to raise a glass and tell you to enjoy every last sip. And that's a wrap. See you next week, everyone. Sipping on a story.